Good afternoon, everybody. Good evening. Good morning. Whenever you listen to this, quality, quality music, quality radio. Bring that shit in. Here we go. Here we go. Does that feel good? It feels good. It makes me feel good. All right, let's 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 bring that down. Let's bring it down. Let's just let that play softly in the back. Actually, we're gonna cut it off because we can't ever afford it. Eventually, listen, listen to that. Listen to that. How come we never um? How come we never give Music Soul Child like his his just due for making like one of the best like side bit songs around like nobody ever like really brings that to the forefront i know i'm not your man you know you're not my girl but we're gonna act like it we're gonna just pretend tonight why we act like he wasn't like finessing the fuck out of people it was you know earth toned uh bowler hats and and um i don't know very earthy loving fucking clothes and, and neo soul hairstyles and it was great but that nigga music really just got on the track to let y'all know like look i'm trying to fuck a little bit and i see you when i see you i just don't think we ever give him give him enough credit for that being like that might be one of like that's like that's that should be i think in contention in the conversation more often for just one of the um just a really good side pussy song, man. Like, you know, this people when he breaks it down, you just want to say like side pussy mid thing. Like, you know, I just, I just, I know I'm not your man. Side pussy, you're not my girl. Side pussy. I just think we should. I think we should talk about that, folks. So if I blew your mind, great. If you've been talk, if you've thought about that, if you've ever had that thought, we should talk about it. Call in. Let us know, cause I just I just feel like music doesn't get enough credit. It, he he got a lot of flack for wearing like I don't know big denim hats that matched an entire outfit, and then when he changed his name to anyways. But what he did do, he made that amazing track, and I just think that should be um that should be talked about. That should be commended. I commend him, and I'm a fan. And if you're you're hearing this music, I feel like you you know you really did a thing with that for the um for the community of people out there that are just you know need more love than than i guess the usual they're just their hearts are big they need uh you know they just have to spread affection affection differently i saw a post earlier this week we saw a post and it was posted on the page that men um aren't wearing masks and they're dying faster at an alarming rate. So a song like that really, in my opinion, could help just change how we view things because we've got to. We've got to keep, you know, the species going. We have to explore new ways um, for love. And if uh, people are dying, men are dying by COVID, 
you know, from just alarm rates from COVID, then I feel like we we have to come together as a group, okay? You know, we have to be be better than Utah, but they might, you know, just sprinkle it. You know, you might have to just make it. It takes a village, a community of love surround each other um, and share and share alike and all these other good quotes, you know, because it's necessary. It, it, it needs to happen. And we just, you know, we could just be better for it. That's all I'm saying. People don't, (laughs) don't, uh, you know, don't, don't, don't get angry just yet. Just, just, just soak it in. That's all I'm saying. Just soak it in. And, you know, we just have to learn to think in different ways. You never know. You just, you don't know. You don't know if it's good or bad. That's all I'm saying. You could just, you know, you know, I'm not your man, not your girl. Just act like it's, you know what? How come, speaking of like music and the intent behind the music, I know like R&B and like rap and shit now gets a bad rap. Like they're, you know, they're not talking about shit. They not, um, they not fucking, uh, doing whatever, whatever. But it's not like, like back in the day music wasn't saying like, like terrible shit. And it wasn't even like just dudes. It was like, okay, let's let's YouTube this one. Because this is this is a jam. This is the the jam. We're not gonna listen to the ad because I wanna hear that shit. But I'm just saying, oh, this was oh, we're gonna get into this. If y'all Black is King is out, did y'all see that? Y'all had to see it. The fucking world had to see that. If you didn't have Disney Plus, you probably hacked somebody's shit to go see that. That that was a thing. Okay, okay, all right. All right, let's, is this playing? Are we getting it? Oh, here we go, okay. Okay, back it up, back it up. So, look at, wow. What a fucking trooper, man. You know, I know some people out there, you know, Home wrecker, you know, Horace, bitch. But no, man, that is somebody who is like, look, look, you got a, you got somebody who scores. You just need somebody to block. And I'm here for that. I'm here. I'm look at her. She she showed up and signed up to play fullback. I only want to be here for fourth and, you know, fourth and fourth and short. You know, we got third and short. You know, it's games on the line. You know, we got one yard to go. Put me in. Put me in. I know that you're somebody else's guy these feelings that i have for you i just i just can't deny and i just you know appreciate everybody is all i'm saying appreciate everybody and motherfuckers been ain't shit from five ever because i think there's two that come to mind there's two that come to mind and the only reason i'm thinking of these songs like this is because on the on the post about you know about the covid and about us really changing our mind frame and our perceptions on just how we view relationships because people are dying and we want to keep the species open and open and continuing and growing. We want to keep the city open and and things like that. You just have to, you know, come to terms with different, with different schools of, of thought. And this, I remember hearing this on like back in the day when it was like when Patrice O'Neill still had his show on and I've never heard anybody break this song down better than that like patrice broke this shit down and you know what it 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 made perfect sense you'd be listening to this shit at the family functions your granny and them been dancing your auntie and them be dancing to this and you'd be like man this is this is like the the fucking song it's i thought this was so wholesome for years until like i listened and then 
you know, you realize this is this is this is somebody who and now is this wrong because this is somebody who, you know. You're not wasting time. You're you're living your life. You can't own people. It's not slavery. Freedom in, in these relationships. And it's not the way you should see it. Wow, ambition. Cause you gotta <laughs> Whenever you're with me, man. Talking about your reputation. That's the, rumors. Rumors in the street. You know? I don't it doesn't matter. What matters is just be good to me, you know? If if you're available only on um Tuesdays at, at four fifteen, I appreciate you, sir. I appreciate you coming here and, and and loving me the best you can when you can, okay? It's it very, very selfless song. That's what that song promotes, being selfless and just understanding that, you know, there's no right or wrong way to do this relationship thing. That's that's what she's saying in this in this particular song. Um, and that's that's it, folks. That's really, you know, it's everything's connected. You just have to be <laughs> you just have to be more open minded. I'm going to keep going because there's more like sex stuff that relates to COVID legitimately. I saw this. I think I took this from um um, shout out to Jackie and them on, on ladies night, but I thought it was a joke, but I guess really like Canada thought that like, you know, okay. Well, I, I, I think one of the first ones I saw when this hit was like New York had their own like, uh, list for having sex better during the pandemic. Jack off. Um, you know, don't whatever, whatever, like, all these different ways, you know, fuck, keep a mask on or stick your dick through the fucking, uh, you know, we got hazmat suits that got dick compartments right attached on them, whatever the fuck. It was this whole list of rules for it. And then apparently like Canada has this shit where it's like glory holes as a way to not, I guess, interact with each other via, um, you know, so you, you to not cough or whatever with the masks and shit. So I need to, I, cause as far as I could think, like glory holes might be the most unsafe, like damn near kamikaze way to get a nut. Like I'm just going to stick my dick through a hole and some thing on the other side is supposed to, that's wild shit. Like I want to know how anybody in Canada was like, we're going to release this and, it's going to be like they're they're going to release this in all seriousness as as a as a way to deal with covid or like having having sex during covid or or whatever um yeah i i i would like to get in contact with any any canadian person that could explain to me and it's not a joke like the cdc canadian cdc suggests glory holes for safe sex amid the pandemic that is that is next level thinking like you might think it's wild and shit but i appreciate the fact that they are going against the grid they're going they're stepping outside the box in order to get you know getting a nut is important and canada is about syrup flannels wolverine and 
and getting big nuts during the pandemic. And I appreciate that type of effort, that type of concern for my sexual well-being. Like you're stuck, you know, you stuck in the house and is hmm. How do glory holes work for like I mean, I guess I, I mean, I guess if there's like a dude, what if you're like if you're like a lesbian? I mean, I guess you could just like have fucking toys on the other end but like you can't it'd be pretty hard to try to eat some pussy through a glory hole like i want to know what are the parameters of this like do you just is it just dicks through like are you just fucking just hand jobs is it blow job this canadian blow job canadian glory holes like when when this is all said and done and things are in like the history books like people are going to grow up learning that like <laughs> canada suggested Get your dick sucked anonymously in order to, like, stay safe. What if... I wonder if that could, like, save a nigga, like, in, like, a, in a potential cheating situation. Like, we can't see each other because of COVID. And, like, the CDC, niggas would, niggas would fuck that shit. Like, yo, is this not me? It was doctor regulated that I get my dick sucked through a wall or as such and such. That's, um... Man, that's fucking weird. The world is the I don't know. The world is weird. Just with tons of shit. Going going back actually, like, cause speaking of the world is weird shit, I saw this post that ties into um so you know last night, I think it was last night, because I watched it last night, so it, 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 it was last night, it wasn't more than a day old. Beyonce did the black is king thing and she put it all out there on Disney Plus and I thought it was cool. I'm going to go back and talk about what I thought was cool about it. But I saw this post today and like the more I sit on it, the more I'm seeing like, you know, there might be a point here because, you know, all these conversations about blackness and colorism and, and things of that, they're valid conversations. And, you know, I, I, you have to take into account other people's um experience and stuff. But I saw this, uh, I saw this post. And the post was on, um, I think it was a tweet, and then it was a tweet that was taken and put it on Instagram or whatever. But it was this girl, and it was in somebody's story. Otherwise, I would go, I would go find it, but I'm too lazy. But basically, the gist of it was that Beyonce wasn't, she wasn't putting enough emphasis on the darker toned women, like for her to make herself as a light skinned woman. I guess the focal point of the of the whole thing was wrong or she or, or was it wrong like she was kind of pitch, pitching the question like was this a bad thing or something poor that Beyonce was poor on her part and I don't know that I agree because from what I saw unless I have to go rewatch it which I plan to do um to me I felt like she gave she signed light to a variety of things outside of just just all, definitely riding home that black the skin tone the color dark is beautiful that our culture is beautiful you know, if you had, you know, maybe you've even skimmed over certain like cultures or, or um, religious practices or of traditional Africa, like she put a lot of shit in this visual. Like even when you hear it in the music, you hear lyrics, she mentions, you know, gods and this and that. So to, I don't know, it felt and I'm not trying to minimize anybody's conversation, like many, anybody's uh, struggle or anything like that. But I was like, damn, this feels a bit like you're looking for a negative. Like there's one thing of being like, you know, critique everything, ask questions. So in that regard, I get it. But I was like, damn, this feels like shit. 
Beyonce didn't even get fucking like a whole 24 hours before y'all just was like, you know what? This was nice, but I didn't like it rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, it just, it, none of those words were said, but it was, it always smells of that. Like I'm offended. I found something else to be offended about. Like, it seems like, and not to say people shouldn't get canceled or punished. Well, not canceled, but shouldn't get punished for the things that, but it just, but it seems like there's still this group of people where I think, if anything, like you could say, like the pendulum might have swung too far to, or what is that? That would be like the left, right? Of just a lot of this social justice warrior shit. Now, that's a bad term because social justice is dope. People should be warriors for it. So that's like people are taking that term, or even me right now, they're taking that term and making it a shit term. But it's like, come on, bro. Like, it just seems like there's a lot of people that are just, you're going out of your way to find the negative in something. And, you know, as much as I guess the side that you're against might do that same thing, like you're all doing the same thing in a different way. And I'm, I always find that shit to be fucking just weird as an understatement. It's just like this is and not to let anything go because of it. it like if Beyonce was doing colorism shit and like if you're like, oh, this is such a great film or a great representation of us, let that slide. So I would never say let that shit slide. But I'd be like, I don't think this was it. Like, I think if I'm an artist. I'm going to be at the focal point of a couple of things because I'm literally singing my fucking songs like I got this popping. I got this uh, <clears throat> and by got this popping like I, I made this art. I want to be a part of my performance of my art and all things like that. But even in certain visuals, she wasn't like the focal point of things that she was black man. She wasn't the focal point of things that she herself was like singing and performing in. So I don't. uh I don't, I don't really, I'm ranting about, um, so, you know, the black is king thing came on for Beyonce, whatever. Right. So I saw, I thought it was cool. Like I watched it. I was like, all right, cool. Like, you know, great. She had like cool, a lot of cool black, black shit dances in Africa showing a lot of black people. You could tell she sprinkled some like, you know, traditional African religion shit on there. It was cool thing. I'm like, great, fine. So I saw a post today. And I'm like, okay, you know, you figure somebody, there's always going to be somebody mad or catch some heat or whatever for it. But in the post I saw, it was a, it was a woman who was saying something along the lines of Beyonce, like she asked that as a question, but she, people just jumped off the ledge with it. It was like, she, was she like engaging in colorism by making herself the center of certain performances as opposed to like, I guess, putting a dark skinned woman at the forefront or at the as the focal point of like some of the imagery. But when I looked through, I mean, I watched it. I was like, OK, there's a part where it's like I'm the fucking performer, so I'm going to perform my shit. And then there was mad moments where like there was, you know, there was like a story tied in. They kind of put she took, you know, it was like Lion King, Beyonce featuring. Yeah. yeah. So it's like she was a little boy to kind of do like the Simba thing. There's a lot of focal point on him. There's a bunch of songs that are always any lyric that remotely, which is like a lot of lyrics that are like big enough, dark skin women. They take up the whole screen. You don't even see her. So I was like, I don't, I feel like y'all just trying to be mad. At the end of the day, it's Beyonce presents. Yeah. So who's going to be on the screen more than anybody? Beyonce. Mm. 
Yeah, <laughs> I didn't understand. Like I didn't. Like I was trying to. I was trying to get even this whole conversation. I'm like, I'm like, all right, let me. Before I just jump on this shit, like shut the fuck up. I'm like, let me try to take in everybody's angle. Right. Let me do my, I'm, my due diligence. And but my I'm research. not. I just was like, I'm like, I'm not. I'm not seeing your angle here, lady. Yeah, I just because I'm like, once again, I'm like, I feel like there are strong, avid, and there's a plethora of strong, avid ways where colorism is a thing and. You know, I'm like Beyonce is light skinned, so she does probably get like she does get the light skin privilege thing here and there, whatever. But also, those are her fucking songs, so she's gonna be performing her fucking songs. But how can it really be colorism when you're bigging up black as an entirety? That threw me too. Cause like, like if I'm if I'm saying black is king, like black is king. I'm not saying like light skinned black nope. is king. I'm not saying dark skinned black. I'm saying black in general. And it's not like, and it wasn't, and it wasn't like one of those. It was some real, like you know, you we've all watched them make things. Now it's very artsy, like the the visuals are amazing, whatever, whatever. So it's like, it wasn't like you know somebody go, man, black is king, baby, and then they do a whole bunch of stereotypical bullshit. It was like black is king, and like here's royal representation, here's dark skin girl representation, here's black families representation. We got black love. We got all the shit y'all talking about online. This motherfucker folded it up and said, put it on Disney. On on Disney. On Disney. I don't think people realize how big of a thing that is, but I'll let you do your Googles on why that's a big thing on Disney. That's like, I said that yesterday. I'm like, yo, like, like think about it. It's that good. I'm glad you said because that's Disney owns every fucking thing. Now we got Marvel. We got the fucking Simpsons. We like, we're just ridiculously have was becoming a monopoly on anything remotely entertainment and i know like i don't you know i'm gonna call him up i'm gonna have him call me up and just confirm because we cool like that but i know beyonce went in there and said her and ho went in there and said look we're gonna be part of this lion king and they probably planned this shit back when lion king was first being discussed they're like right. we're gonna be part of this but we're gonna own this part this part and this part we're gonna half y'all here like i feel like this is like i don't even think people are jumping into this is might have been one of the ba- baddest ass power moves in business. Like I don't know. Like there's all there's there was that thing in this in this um, conversation too. Like Disney allowed it to happen because the giant corporation. But I was like, what if? What if Beyonce hold these niggas? Like right. just said, no, nah, I'm Beyonce, so you're gonna give me like, my yeah, piece. Yeah, sure, I'll come and do this movie with you. Mm-hmm. But you know what's gonna happen if I do this movie? You're gonna allow me to do something, and I'm gonna put it out on your platform. But I'm also gonna have full creative control of it, and there's nothing that you can say. So if you want me to do this, then it's going to be a two person deal. I get to use your platform, and you get to make money off me because I'm gonna make money regardless. Yep. So you're basically just attaching your name to it, and just sit down, be quiet, and let me do this. Yeah, I just you know, if you did you know, it, I, like I would be cool if I was somebody who's like I don't like it, just want my cup of tea. But I'm like, okay, cool. But I'm like, man, she was pulling shit like we like. I just I didn't understand all like the instant critiques because I'm just like, we talk about just black people and people online in general representation and this that, and the third. I was like, a nigga really went in there and represented at all levels. Oh, you guys want to see yourselves cool? You wanted to be positive cool? You wanted to be love cool? You know what else? I'm going to go ahead and stomp a nigga in the dick with some of this spirituality shit cool. Right. Like, this nigga just said, oh, okay. Because usually you just be like, hey, we're black. We're great. Everybody in here is black with skin, and they have black skin. Beyonce says, no, we're going to have black ideals. I'm like, fuck. Nigga, like, like, normally y'all... people have to fight for it to be just a black lead. Yep. She has the all-encompassing thing of blackness, not even just blackness like African Americanism, like no, no blackness as in Afrocentricity. 
And then it wasn't, you know, and it wasn't one of these like think pieces where you have to be like, I see the representation. Beyonce is about as subtle as a fucking shotgun. Like, <laughs> black is king. Period. See you motherfuckers on Disney. Right. All right. All right. Again, on like, do you motherfuckers know how Disney started? Like, do you know who Walt Disney is and like what he was representing back in the day? Y'all gonna cancel Nick? Just saying. I mean, if you gonna exactly, (laughs) cancel Nick over a conversation. Cancel Walt because Walt was really letting you know what time it was. Happiest place on earth for the ones I want to be happy on earth. Exactly. Or whatever. And now you got Beyonce making power moves on that foundation. That's that's pretty major. Now, granted, I ain't the biggest Beyonce fan in the world, but I do respect. I respect they move. I respect the moves. Like I'm not in the hive, but I'm at the I'm the dough man. I'm at the front door. I won't go in there with y'all because you hivers are fucking savages. I'm not even going in. But like, I know where the hive is, and I'll wave at y'all from across. Yeah, the street like I just I, no, I, yeah, I take my job. I'm the doorman. I'm at the door. Like you know, I mean, just don't pop shit off. Don't bring me a plate out because I don't want to come in there with y'all. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, but I'll be. I'm a door. I'm at the door. I'm. I'm at the front door. I give. I give Beyonce that. But even as far as like the Disney thing, like you know, like just, you know, just prepping up um, weird white men for uh, the bare minimum, kind of like Bill Clinton. And yeah, Mister Three Strikes himself. Dog, I just, you know, I've been watching. God, man, Killer Mike is a great nigga. Though. He is like, an awesome Killer individual. Mike been on Bill's ass since he said that shit. And I just, you know, I'd be, I'm, I'm wanting that. Kind of, I, I see it bubbling, people talking about it. I'm like, yeah, we should we should drop this shit because for years, everybody and their mama grew up with like, oh, shit, Bill's like the first thing we got to a black president. He plays the saxophone mm. and, and whatever and got his ass up there and said, and took shots at, uh, at, at at Kwame Ture, at Stokely Carmichael, for all of those who, whichever name you prefer, went up there and basically, in my mind, I I, I registered it as stab, stab, stab. Yeah, he was like, you stab. know, he did it the right way. He 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 was on a, you know, John Lewis did it the right way. He just got beat the shit, beat the fuck up, and he didn't cause any trouble. But he did it the right way. Stokely did it the wrong way. Which what is the wrong way except by demanding you niggas stop being pieces of shit? Right. So Bill to me showed his card is like. You know, unlike any Democrat, anybody on whatever, it's you can tell like you'd almost that's the racism that you that is the most irritating. Like you we talk about Trump, but Trump flat out. I don't like niggas. Bill is somebody who could be like you submersive. You've lived subtlety. Yeah, you've lived in this lane of like we're on your side for years. And then this nigga just says, oh, hey, hey, guys, like I, uh. That's not the right way, you know. You don't, you don't, you don't do that. You don't cause issues like that. Be a, be a nice nigga, right. you know. And it's like, hey man, how about you? You know, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I don't want to hear you talk because you haven't told us why you took, you know, eleven flights on Epstein's plane, and like, ain't nobody mm. really, you know. I, I still haven't got over why you chose Monica Lewinsky. She looked trash. Like, if you're gonna jeopardize your presidency, do it for something that's better than what you got. Well, like, if you like young, maybe she had a young man because I'm cool. You the president, you can find better, bro. But, like, I mean, not that I'm condoning getting some dome from somebody that's not your wife in the Oval Office, but come on, you can do better. Yeah, I just when I when I heard that, I just I'm like, see, this is this is good. Because I just feel like, you know, motherfuckers have to start because, you know, we since all this uh, you know, election shit's coming up and everybody's like lesser of two evils. But I was like, you know, shit like that make you think like how much less is it? Right. Because 
it seems like they'll both do the same thing. It just like, you know, Bill or Biden might put a little more lube on it. Right. You know, they'll, you know, finesse you at your draws, but it's still manipulative. Like is Hitler better or worse than Mussolini? Like mm. that shit. <laughs> and I, yeah, yeah and I, I don't know. And I, I want people to look at it like that a little bit. That doesn't mean you don't even maybe like if you if you're still staunch on contributing and participating in the system because you know niggas be like i'm not gonna vote and it's like okay great what's your step two right because that's where what's your alternative yeah that's where you motherfuckers fall off it's like voting ain't gonna do shit and it's like okay well it's not like if you voted and then continue to build this shit over here it's not gonna really interfere because if you don't vote, they're going to do the same bullshit right. anyway. It's like so. Not voting and not doing anything is not like. If you planned, I'm not going to vote, but I'm going to say, referencing Killer Mike, I'm going to do what Killer Mike says. I'm going to build my community, build some business in my community. I'm going to get a gun and get registered. I'm mm-hmm. going to learn how to farm. I'm going to get into agriculture. I'm going to do all these other things that we can do in our own community to build ourselves up. Then, yeah, voting might not matter too much to you because you can create your Mm -hmm. little own oasis where you are. But if you're not going to vote and you're just going to sit there and complain and continue to do the same shit you've been doing, then, yeah, that's probably not the way to go. Yeah, don't tell me about voting and then, like, the only time I see you putting in work is when you're yelling at me on the fucking corner. Like, (laughs) go, like, go that way. Yeah, like just y'all gotta y'all gotta chill on this shit. I I I don't trust these motherfuckers, and I don't like them as much as the next motherfucker. But all of this just yelling in the fucking ethos. Is, yeah, no, that's not gonna work. Yeah, but yeah, I just I that was one thing. Like I I enjoyed. It was like oh, okay, like I'm not you know I haven't really been here thinking Bill was like a fucking idol forever. Anyways, but I did like I was like okay, see good now nah, everybody, everybody see everybody good with the fact that Bill is like a fucking enemy like because that's some enemy shit to say like, i mean we hated w but we loved bill what was the real big difference between the two iq anything else because fucking like kenny g played the sax like we could have elected him if that was the probably should have i mean he probably would have been better off we'd have had a really sexy four years most definitely might have had a, you know economy might have been shit but we'd have been out here fucking do, 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 oh yeah it'd have been do, just do, do, yeah it'd have been like damn man did you know like the sale of draws and panties in america is fucking plummeted like they just they just walk they just walk down the streets dicks out <laughs> just <laughs> long hair everywhere everybody yeah, got just, shades Fucking dicks out, man. I don't understand. It's very, it's such a sensual country. Right. Everybody's just so loving right That'd now. That'd be wild. A sensual, to be the sensual country. Don't I come, mean, don't go to America, nigga. America will fuck your bitch, man. Like, I mean, that was kind of like the 70s to a degree with Woodstock and everything that was going on during that time. That's that's, that's kind of what we were. Everybody was peace, love, free love. Heck, nasty. Filth. I enjoyed it. I, was I wasn't like, there, but I enjoy it. I was even thinking about that earlier, like. Before you got in here, I was just, like, going through all these, like, because I thought about, like, Music Soul Child, like, For the Night, Side Bitch song that we just never talk about. It's a side bitch anthem. Um, just be good to me. That, sh- <laughs> that play that. I don't just, care you know, about the all these All these songs, like, they don't make music like they used to. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do, because y'all was pieces of shit back then. Like, right. Maybe even worse. And like, y'all wasn't even with it. Y'all not with it. They was talking about it in the music, and you didn't even catch it. And you not with what they was talking about, but you want what they was, what you think they was talking about. Man, do your googles. Pay fucking, attention. Fucking Vanity Six was up here just being fucking terrible. Tonight, I wanna come in on the nasty. Like, get hey, the fuck out of here, y'all. Hey. 
Niggas is dirtbags. You know who your man side chick is and you call her as a woman. <laughs> yeah. That song has never not been funny to me. <laughs> oh, but at least, like I said, it's a different time. At least she was willing. I know what's going on. I'm willing to have a conversation with that person. Let me call you and tell you my stance. I know what y'all are doing, but I'm not about to sit up here like as opposed to today where it's, fuck that nigga. Blow his car yeah. up, SW, key his shit, steal his. No, SWV no, no, no. was so chill. I'm not even gonna fuck up the. We're not even fucking up the household. Right. We just just see you want to see you, my G. You're, like, you're my little secret, and that's how we can keep it. Wow, man! Like that was really just fucking. And these are all from like these are women. Was like I am the other person, and that's the job I signed up for. What a time! What a time to be alive. Everybody out here think they first place. Y'all niggas don't even know how to tie your shoes. It's crazy. Everybody thinks they're an obligation. Wow, man. It's, I don't know. That's <laughs> a lot. Oh, fuck. How do we not talk about this fucking, just complete fucking detour? Fuck what you guys talking about. You turn. Mike versus Roy. I don't, I don't, that's an easy discussion. How long do you want this discussion to last? Cause it I, don't matter. Cause it's going to last longer than the fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's not even that's not even disrespect because neither of them are in their prime. One. Two, they're two completely, totally different fighters. That's been the conversation I've been having. But Mike has been training as if he's really going for title contingency. Roy's chilling. Like Roy's always been good, but Roy was great when he was really focused and fighting hard and training hard. Mike is I mean Roy is just like, look. It's a little charity, little little. We gonna mm-hmm. get together. We gonna do this. We gonna chill, have a little fun. Mike is like, no, I'm back, and I want to kill somebody. That, and I was looking at that just like in how they fought. Like, Mike was always like, I'm gonna put these motherfucking dough knobs on you, you know, inside fighter. Like, Roy, a lot of Roy shit was like, I'm fifty something, nigga. I don't got it. Like, Mike could get, you know, I got a couple rounds, and I could still tap into these motherfucking dough knobs, these anvils on my wrists. If any of those body shots land. And he has some intention behind him. I feel like if if they're wearing headgear, it might be okay. If they're not wearing headgear and Rory catches him with a poof, Mike will be like, ooh, yep. that's what I was waiting for. Yep. We will we will we really doing like, this? Yeah, we I'm really like, doing Mike, this? Mike really was like, nah, bro. Like Mike can really still I got power. He can I might not have people. yeah. I might not have the see the elusive shit. I'm like, see, that's if that was your bread and butter. Then you might want to not do this one because we had video of Mike being on set teaching people how to maneuver, and he still had it before he started training. He was chunky, yeah, I was chunky. Out of shape, still mm-hmm. had it. Sh- sh- <gasps> like, ooh, that's gonna hurt somebody. And yep. he's been training vigorously since then, Roy. And I loved Roy, the persona, the cockiness, the swiftiness, and the the, the, the IQ, the whole. I, I enjoyed him, but. Nah. I really just I really just hope that it is understood that this is not like Exhibition Yeah fight. I just feel like yeah, my th- you know, Mike's you know, listen hot boxing, like Mike is a different Mike, but I'm like, man, if that s- switch even remotely get hit. Just a little bit. Yeah, that's fuck, man. And like yeah, like you said, like I, I respect Roy, man. Like Roy was that nigga. But I just feel like Roy's skill set leans itself more to a younger man. Mike's like I can I can put my I can knock a motherfucker out still. Like, Most definitely. I might not you know I might not be able to do it for twelve, but in this 
I put these motherfuckers up on you, boy. Like I'm training to hurt you. Mm-hmm. I'm not training to chase you or avoid you. I'm training to take a little bit of punishment, get close, and tear your ribs up. Man. Uh, yeah. Body, 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 uppercut. And it's a wrap. Let's hope that Mike is okay with just... And Mike is... Bigger and stronger than Roy, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. They, yeah, they, they, weren't they like always in this, in a different weight class? I know, like Mike, flat out heavyweight. Did Roy ever jump to full fledged heavyweight? Or was I don't he, think he did. Yeah, that was another thing I kind of thought about. Like, hmm, you know, still old and age and all that other shit. But I don't know, man. Which still leads back to Roy's bread and butter was like, nigga, I'm gonna make you miss and then fuck your shit up. Mike's like, we could just slug it and I'm gonna still fuck you up. You know, that's some sick shit. In in their prime, it still would be a dangerous fight. They're not in their prime, and Mike can still fight like he's in his prime. That's the dangerous part, period. Yeah, that's nasty. I haven't seen any footage of Roy. I mean, he's still out here chasing chickens, which is cool, but (laughs) Mike ain't no chicken. (laughs) Yeah, man, I just... mm -hmm. And I remember, like, I mean, they both have hit the mat, but everybody I'm, does. But I might be mistaken if in saying that I feel like Roy might have hit the mat for lo- more times. Like he might not, because I feel like he didn't. He did he fight past his prime for a long time. He he much like see Mike hit the mat and came back angry. Mm-hmm. Roy hit the mat, came back. Decent, but then he ended up hitting the mat again, and he just kind of dwindled from there. Yeah, because I just know, like, the more times, you know, you more times you, you know, they tap that chin, it's like they keep, like... Your confidence chips away, to yeah. be honest with you. Like, in anything within a fight, when you hurt something or you lose or whatever the case is, that's that's the biggest part of fighting is getting your mental edge back. And I think that's kind of what worked in Mike's favor to mm-hmm. a degree is because he was partly nuts. So it's like, oh, I lost... I'm going to kill him. Mm-hmm. It's period. Like, I, I want to hurt you. I'm coming back to hurt you. That's that's the whole point of what I'm trying to do. I'm coming back, and I want to tear his fucking heart out. That's the point. I like that he's still him, even on hot boxing, where he's like, I'm supposed to be smoking weed, having a cool conversation. And I'm like, man, I don't give a fuck about these motherfuckers, man. I'm like, yo, Mike is really still that nigga. Like, it'd be like, zen, zen. I'd tear that motherfucker's head off, dog, but I'm not like that no more because right. I'm peaceful. What? It's still in there. Fuck it's still shit. it's it's oh. still in there. It's just it's nipping at the back of his neck, and you have given him the opportunity to let it loose. That shit might keep that thing on a leash. That I feel like he is just constantly in his brain. Like, come on, man, this is twenty four hours not to let this nigga loop. Fuck. Yeah, I don't. Roy, Roy, hey, can you, <laughs> can you hear me? Hey, I love you, bro, but you better be training your ass off. Man. That's all I'm gonna say. Mike is a motherfucker. Also, let's see what's that? some other entertainment shit. <laughs> entertainment shit. Yeah, that I'm. Turn. There was some other shit that I could talk about that y'all might care about that I really ain't give a shit about. Yeah, I didn't because I kind of agree. Oh yeah, because I, I, I kind of agreed when Snoop Snoop came out and was like, Eminem's not top ten rapper for me, and I was like, okay. I saw like a lot of back and forth, and then but mm-hmm. those always become weird conversations about what is it that creates a top ten artist, which is a terribly influx thing now because it's like, oh, we can rap amazingly. I'm like, yeah, you can put words together, but is it a good song? Does it feel good? like 
all these other things going to play? Is it just because he made a lot of money? Not like, only that, but you have to think about timeline. Because if we're talking about in all of hip hop rap history, that's a lot of people. And that's a lot of people that had influence over different particular times. So would M be top 10? Probably not if we're considering all of hip-hop. Does that mean he sucks because he's not top 10? Mm -hmm. No, because you can still be top 25 and still be a staple in hip-hop culture. Yeah, because that's another thing, too. Like what you just said, like a staple in culture, like. Eminem is good, but I'm trying to think about like what artists besides like you know you can make the the, the comparison to any white artist just simply because white. Right. But it's like when you know how to when Ice Cube and Gangsta Rap and and Snoop they changed the landscape of hip hop. Right. Right. Um, even Kanye, when Kanye before he became Wyoming man. Um, <laughs> Kanye shit was like literally changing the sound. Like you could see people's influence, Pharrell, right. and so yeah. on and so forth. So it's like, does that come into you being a top ten? Because you, if you rap good and you rich, but hip hop is not really heads or tails of you being gone. Like if Takashi dips now, I don't know what the Takashi sound is. How he changed, except the fact that you could be like a snitch or something like that. Right. Like, you know, he made it. He influenced it, but not in the way that we're we're talking about yeah. right now. So like, I'm like, I'm like, well, shit. Because that could jump you up 15,000 levels. Or like, drop you, because if we're going to be completely honest, what has M influenced? That's what I'm, yeah. Like, I don't know his influence. Like, you can rap real good, but this person who you who you can probably rap bars, just put words to sound together, you know, good over them, they've done more for hip-hop, even if, even if it might be something as good, simple as, I know and I can regulate that, M-, M raps amazing, but when I'm listening to this song, I'm like, this is not moving me. Right. I can it, listen. It has to be a certain mood. I can listen to Dom, damn near any time of the day, and I know I'm biased because I'm from out here. But right. like, but Dom, like, I'm like, I'm no Dom is not like flowing like fucking M. But I'm like, this shit is good. This is just a better song altogether. Okay, we'll we'll even stick with the fast rapping because that's more of a up in age Eminem type thing. Mm-hmm. Twister was rapping fast for decades, and would he be as influential as him? Because he actually was saying stuff as well. He wasn't just spitting yeah. shit out of his ass. So, do we bring Twister up? I would, and I would say that Twister, just to, actually to keep a similar comparison, made songs that sounded better to me. Like I liked Eminem when he first came out. It was a lot of the songs were good. There was shock value in them because he was just saying wild shit, but. Whenever the, I remember that like that turn because I remember even in college like it was it stopped being like fun songs it was like just him the entire albums would be this like just I am so depressed and life sucks <laughs> and even the one like when he's with Rihanna I'm like I understand this anthem but I was like this I don't I don't even care for this song like right yeah I don't know like his song shit just wasn't hitting for me like I mean because because most of his I don't want to say stick. I'm trying to think of a better word, but I don't want to say gimmick either because it makes it seem like whatever. I'm sticking with gimmick just for shits and giggles. But part of his gimmick was being the depressed, angry white rapper. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been through some shit too, God damn it, and I got some shit to say. Like, okay, that's that's part of your thing, but it didn't really show any versatility on his behalf. It just showed that he had the ability to have some wordplay. So, it, like you said, it depends because we can say... I think Future is absolute trash, but he has influenced the game. Yep, in quite a you know quite a major way. 
I thought Gucci was trash when he first came out. He's gotten better over the years, but he influenced a lot of Atlanta rap and the sound that came out of the South, you know, post uh, Big Boy in 3000. But he put Atlanta on his back and raised them from the dead after, you know, they took a little bit of a hiatus. So Yeah. Like, well, who, what That's, can you say? Yeah, when these top ten conversations come out, I was like, I always am like irritated by it because I was like nobody even breaks out even with the verses like nobody even though the verses are supposed to be more of a friendly thing right there's never really any parameters to what makes somebody a great except for personal opinion because I'm like you know there there should be parameters because it's like you have there's plenty of people who've made hit songs right but like we just said like they're not really a staple in the culture or whatever so what is it that makes somebody a great top ten if we just go in. Oh, he can rap. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But shit, if we just look at niggas who can rap good, I feel like now I got to go grab some of these niggas from Smack because they can rap better than right. y'all. But it's like makes great songs, made a great, has a great catalog. Okay, now we can we can have this conversation better. But the parameters around this shit just be like, he did such and such a thing, and it's like that's not what. I'll go on an even deeper dive to go in a more serious range. Mm-hmm. I think with the whole top 10 or top 20 or top 50 or any of these top lists that we keep having float around. I think the reason why we can't have a uniform decision on these tops is because just like in the black community, we can't come together and figure out as a whole, what we want and what we are going to approach things as and how we're going to approach them. True. Like we can't do that in serious situations. So we definitely aren't going to be able to do it in something as you know, music is concerned. Yeah. Because, I mean, and I know that conversation probably will get more complex as it goes forward with all the fucking things. Like, um, every day, like, you know, it's something about independent artists and you got people like a Russ. Right. Who's like <clears throat> him and um, I forget old dude's name, which is fucked up. But he um, they basically, you know, they were saying, like, if Drake ever were to go independent, he would completely just destroy the music industry. Are you talking about Steve Stout? Yeah. And it's like, shit. Now, that would be a nigga who, I mean, Drake has bodies of work that are always going to put him in, like. Somebody's top right. something, but I'm like, yeah, I'm like, shit. What about niggas like that? Because I'm like, shit. If we talking about impacts to hip hop, I would look at a nigga the way Russ moves. I'm like, he's gonna be in my top something at some point if yeah, he's I'm not like, already there. Yeah, I'm like, it's not <laughs> like he doesn't make good music, but it's like the moves this nigga has made. There are people who are ten times probably more famous than him and are fucked. Where this nigga seems like, no, no, I'm straight. Like I'm, I make like you guys don't understand the music thing. Like I'm making like millions off of this one song. Here, 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 and here, and I'm just like, I don't. I would need somebody who's. That's the goal. I need to have somebody who's understands music because I don't understand now. What's the appeal of getting a deal as an artist now? Right. Like, I understand maybe like immediate or fast money, but do they have business savvy? Because I mean, we we always champion Hove as one of the best to ever do it. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think his business savvy has been more influential than his actual music, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So does business savvy and and a, and a mind to be able to move in different facets and, and and influence not just music, but influence the whole artistry, the whole industry in, within itself. Is that part of it? Like who's been able to be savvy enough to make business moves to influence certain shit? Because then you have to bring in other people. Like say your Swiss Beats or your Timberlands or your Dr. Shit. Dre's Master or your P 50 needs Cent's to go to the top your, of the list. Exactly. Master P, E-40. Like these are guys that have they've maneuvered and have been relatively lengthy in their career. Mm-hmm. So it's like 
that list is going to change depending on the parameters that we decide to utilize. But again, like I said, we can't even do that in serious situations. So, of course, we're not going to be able to do it in this type of situation. People can't even figure out the parameters of how they want to live in their own life, let alone anything else. That is a good parallel because, like, there's just even even conversations we talked about earlier, like I would say even um, the Bill Clinton thing. Like, to me, that should be, like, flat out 10 out of 10 understanding the parameters that it is if it is about us then we don't belong to any others any of these sides we are for the issue we are for the issues that apply that impact our people right this really should not be a fucking hard thing hey we're black we're doing things we're fucking with those who fuck with us this man even if you were on the fence about that thought process to me somebody like a bill who has been like this beacon of like great democrat and and he's a he's a he's a you know good 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 white folk him good white folk he good not you respectable white and folk. he like looked you dead in your face and for the record for the second time in history because all of this crime shit that we go through is a hundred percent bill like and I don't yeah I don't like that's common knowledge that's been talked about I won't say it's common knowledge fucking that's been fucking stated I've seen that stated on t- you didn't even have to look for that they just told us that but. Between, you know, between that and this statement, it's like, come on, man, y'all have to start developing, you know, the idea that let's vet these people. Let's kind of like, you know, not just because not because he says Trump's bad nigga. Like if the nigga said Trump's like, yeah, I want to cut your fucking head off. And Bill's like, whoa, you fucking like it just sounds like on the Democratic side, a lot of them be like, yo, we don't fucking cut heads off. Give me that spear. I'm going to stab him in the face. Like that's your that's your choices. Like is they're not different. So, which is kind of telling because we always labeled Bill as, as you said, good white folk. Because he played a saxophone. Is if he has been heralded as good white folk, and we're finding out now that he's not, or at least now we're paying attention to the fact that he mm-hmm. never really has been. Is there such a good thing as good white folk? I'm sure that there are good. Granted, pe- I know the answer to that, but yeah. I just want to. I'm the saying there, there is good people out there that happen to be white. But I feel like even that term, good white folk, you say it. You minimize what the standard is for good. Like I'd be like, DC's a good, DC good brother, and I know the standard of like good brother. Mean this is a good motherfucker. When you say, oh, that's good white folk, you're judging them on the standard of these motherfuckers. Usually, be like, you know, I think that probably was built off. They used to hang us and shit and like rape us in front of our kids. He didn't do that. That's good white folk. No, he's not, motherfucker. Like, right. that's still a piece he of shit. He wouldn't hire me, but, you know, he ain't trying that to kill shit. me either. I think that, I think, like, there has to be, like, more perspective and conversations of when you look at a bill, Bill is representative of that. Like, you might put, you know, Trump and all of his people that listen in, they're always, you know, it's the, the viral videos of, hey, nigger, and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, those, that's the racism you can see. Bill and shit like that to me is more representative of the racism that people are having a hard time going back and forth with now. Like all the conversations are now like, are you being, are you being anti-racist or are you just whatever fucking terms you made up? Stop being a shit. Like right. that's yeah. Don't. So do we create a list now of like our top ten good white folk? Well, see, this is where this is where niggas fuck up because shooting like trying to shoot him bail because I feel like there's a a fear and a fucking I like to use fear like that if we really start coming at you know how big 
this mountain is that if you start taking down bills, you're going to fucking end up taking down your faves or you're going to have to take down things that, you know, I love using um, such and such a company phone thingies, phone stands. I know if I keep going up this rabbit hill, down this rabbit hole of racist, good white folk that are doing fucked up shit, I'm not going to be able to use my favorite phone stand because my favorite white man built it. So I'm going to fuck about, fuck around this idea, but I'm not going to really get into it right. because I I don't feel like giving up whatever. When there's probably, I mean, right about now, especially with this thing being such a popular thing, there's somebody who was, you know, um, bagging groceries two months ago and realized that they build these real well. And now they're like, I'm going to start a business because the fucking world's finna in. So right. if there was ever a time, I feel like, to shit on your, you know, pseudo white slave that holds you because of capitalist shit and whatever you can do that shit now because it's mad niggas making shit like or whoever making shit like you can kind of you you have to start being able to take the l of the initial l like it's not even long-standing l of distancing yourself from these motherfuckers and i mean really distancing because it seems like every time we get on somebody's head it's like you know you really fucked up now in order to get back on the good graces no 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 leave that motherfucker where they at Stop giving, stop shooting bail to all these motherfuckers. Like, he's a shit. He's a racist shit. Fuck Gucci. We going to Louis Vuitton. Until, <laughs> and then we're going to go back to Gucci as long as they fucking hire the real Gucci, whatever. And, like, what, nigga? Like, stop. Stop being afraid of digging in that rabbit hole and finding out that everything that you believed is bullshit and then you don't want to change it. Yeah, you like, be, don't be afraid to change everything that you stand on or realizing that what you stood on before was not really a stable foundation. So it's okay to step up off of there. You can't, you can't be like, I love blackest King. It moved me so much. And then, you know, you scared to do really black shit. Right. I ain't even gonna try to like stand on niggas heads. Like we'd be like, I love black King, blackest King. It was fucking amazing. And then you went to church. You can go to church tomorrow or whatever. Like, I don't think they kept that one. That's fine. <laughs> it just like you know. that's gonna go over their heads. But even even the fact I'll I'll stick with the the Blackest King thing. Blackest King, you have to have Disney Plus to watch it, correct? Mm-hmm. That means you have to invest in Disney. Which means if you do your Googles, as we said earlier, on Disney and, and Walt as a whole, especially his early years, you wouldn't be giving your money to Disney Plus to even see Beyonce in the first place. Like I. Although I grew up enjoying Disney and I love Marvel and all these other things, I'm not buying Disney Plus because I don't fuck with Walt. And I know what Walt stood for originally. Now, granted, Walt's not here. And that doesn't mean that that's what the company stands for now. But if you're going to take a stance, as most of us have, like, I'm going to support black, I'm going to do this, I'm going to focus on empowering us, then there's certain things that you got to take an L on. There's certain things, like, because even with that, like, (laughs) we talked about on here before where... Disney, I mean, you know, things have changed, but just how they, you know, shit is overlooked or not paid attention to. Like, the fucking log ride is, like, from fucking Uncle Remus. Them. As many jokes as I've said about that shit on here, as many times as I've gone to fucking Disneyland, I didn't even, I've never put that together. I was like, holy shit, this is literally, like, when we make racist jokes, like, oh, hey, they, they show racist shit. Uncle Remus is at the top of those jokes. Like, every fucking time, it's like, y'all have, this shit is in the middle of the park. Like, y'all made this in the middle of the park. Like, I feel like he did that on purpose. Like, the most niggery nigga shit, put it in the middle of the fucking park. I don't even think people are really thinking to go on that anymore, so they don't even process it. 
Man. Like, you would have to, like, film it. And, like, if there was, like, some way that you could, like, take images of it or recordings of it and, like, post it for people to see it. I mean, probably not now. I know they're fucking getting rid of it because it finally came out or whatever. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, even, um, I remember even when there was, like, an issue or people found issue. I don't know if, um, you know, I guess personal opinion if you find those issues valid. But with, like, Princess and the Frog. Right. They were like people were having. I remember there's there being a couple like things that were written about. Why couldn't she be like a, um, I guess a real traditional princess like say a Cinderella or a fucking Snow White who are princesses in their own right, their royalty in their own right, not, you know, some dude comes, and fucking makes them whatever. Even mm. though I feel like some of them were just random. Most of them were. They were just random white women that got into a certain position and got their princessdom. Okay, cool. But we questioned the black princess. Yeah. They I'm all kind of had similar stories. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because I was like, every time I hear that one, like, I, I, I can ride when I hear people say shit like, how come her dude had to be, like, racially ambiguous? I'm like, all right, I can see that. Like, I Cinderella see. was just, like, the housekeeper for her family. And yeah. came across the white dude, the right dude. <laughs> now, yeah, I should be mad at shit like Pocahontas. Completely fucking inaccurate. Like, Psst, terrible. John dude. Smith just Holy changed her life. Huh? Shit. That shit is. T- like, that makes it. Learning shit makes that movie hard. I'm like, man, I wish I would have just kept this shit with people who didn't exist, some made up shit. It's different when y'all taking fairy tales that are fucking right. terrible. My soldiers are raping your family just around the riverbend. Man. They tell me, like, this is a historical figure, man. Y'all lied to this shit. Like,. Yeah, that's fuck. Yeah, Disney does weirdo shit. That's all I'm saying. Is like Disney from is- from start to finish, and that's who you're paying your money to, so you can watch cartoon movies of princesses and shit. Yeah, like I want to be like I want to still stay positive with this and hope that like you know like we talked about before that Beyonce got some big Disney shit, and I'm like all right, like I'll be supportive of it, but. Yeah, a lot of these shits are like mad, f- funky, fucking racist. It's weird. It's hard to enjoy things. Like the more you learn, the more life is just ruined for you, man. Because like, it just makes shit not fun. The more that you expand your mind, it makes things not fun. And I think that's kind of what what makes people afraid. It makes it not fun and still fun at the same time. Because I feel like it makes it more fun for me. Cause yeah, it's like I'm, one, I think you get happy with like not knowing, but I think in that regard, people don't wouldn't say not learn. For fear of learning something and it learning that would like rob them. Like like say right. you learning that would rob you of, you know, your My affinity childhood. for Disney and mm. shit like that. But in learning that, you now know how to maybe maneuver through Disney or you can appreciate other things or whatever the shit. But right. instead of like you can't like I don't know, don't don't live like in a fucking fear practice. That's fucking not terrible. at all. Like, because Disney's not going to stop me from supporting Marvel movies. I'm just going to bootleg the shit out of them so Disney doesn't get my money. Whatever, <laughs> like that's a good yeah. I'm gonna like I'm gonna watch my Marvel. I'm, I'm gonna get my I'm Marvel. Get, yeah, these geek rocks gonna get off. <laughs> no, right, you know, like, I don't give a goddamn. Yeah. Um. So yeah, folks, that was that was good. We got like a minute left or whatever, and I'm just gonna like <laughs> keep blessing you all with um. What else? What's what's some other? What was another good? Uh, I'm fucking trash. You know, yeah, like I'm know, a trash individual. Yeah, they was like, you know, I uh, oh, I remember this was the one. This was this was the one like where it was just like, you know, niggas always up here talking about uh side bitches and 
whatever, whatever. And that music was back. Music was great back in the day. Man, look, this this was this was the one here. Let's you know get through these ads real quick. Ads gonna ads gonna fuck some shit up. If no one now here you go, folks. Oh, it's on it's on its way. Why is there two ads? UP, UPS, be unstoppable, be fucking tired. <laughs> Shit. Be broke. Now, look, this is what we're going to end it on today. All right, folks. And, you know, come on, man. <laughs> that nigga was happy at home with his woman. And Mary home said, wrecker. I, Mary just said, I can love you. Fuck her. Like, I'll suck your dick right now outside, sir. Like, I don't care. Care about your relationship? Fucking Mary J. Blige. I, I love you better than she can. That's all I'm saying, folks. Um, once again, like I said at the beginning of the show, COVID's going up and man, niggas is dying. You're gonna have to share, share and share like you grab the ball, she grabbed the dick or something, man. Y'all gonna make it y'all gonna make it happen. Love wins. Okay, bye.